0: يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه واله وصحبه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وَكُلَّ ضلاله فِي النَّارِ ثُمَّ أَمَّا بعد. In a hadith reported in the Sahih of Imam Muslim, رحمه الله تعالى, the companion of the Prophet ﷺ, ibn Malik, الله, عليه وسلم, مالك, رضي الله عنه. he narrates, and he says, رضي الله تعالى عن كُنَّا عِنْدَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى اللَّهِ اللَّهِ فَضَحِكَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ He said, we were with the Prophet Sitting with him. And then he began to laugh. صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ, فقال صلى الله عليه وسلم The Prophet Sallallahu said, هَلْ تَدْرُونَ مما أضحك? Do you know? Or would you like to know? Why I'm laughing? wa Rasuluhu He said that the Sahaba around the Prophet replied By saying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And the Prophet they know best The Prophet said Explaining why he laughed He said I laughed because he remembered A conversation that will take place between the slave and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on yawm al-qiyamah. He explains, Yaqulul, Ya Rabbi, Alam tujirni min al-dhulm. When a slave will say to Allah, Oh Allah, will you not protect me from dhulm? The, the Prophet sallallahu began speaking about the conversation that each and every one of us will have with Allah ala on yawm al As our deeds are placed in front of us, and we see the abode, of Jannah, and we see the destination of the fire. And we see people taking, being taken towards either Jannah or Jahannam. And so the slave will speak to Allah saying, mi mina are you not going to protect me from the he'll say, yes, of course I'll protect you from zulm, Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will have their angels, those who wrote down every deed of the slave of Allah whilst they sat on his shoulders witnessing every step of his life every moment of him breathing every act that he committed but the slave of Allah will say Ya Allah, these are your witnesses Allow I me mean to have my witnesses Ta'ala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala فَيُقَالِي arkani إِنْتِقِي Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will close his mouth will command that the mouth is closed and zipped and then he will speak to the limbs of the sling of Allah jillawada. and he will say to the limbs إِنْتِقِي now you go speak declare what you did declare the actions that you committed mention every moment and every step you took every gaze, you saw, every sound you heard, everything that was uttered. Mention everything that took place. قال صلى الله عليه وسلم بأعماله. Then all of, the boy, all of the limbs of the body will begin speaking to Allah سبحانه وتعالى. قال صلى الله عليه وسلم the slave of Allah Jalla will try to distance himself now from the limbs that begin witnessing against him. And he will say to him, it was for you I was arguing. It was for you that I was trying to protect. But on that day when the Al of the Qiyamah, every single limb of his, Allah Jalla will command, and the limb will speak to Allah Jalla wa'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna al-sam'a wal-basara wal-fu'ada kullu ula'ika kana anhu mas'ula. He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, surely, the hearing, and the sight, and the heart, all of these will be questioned about everything they did in this dunya. He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, ma He says, jalla al nakhtimu ala wa tukallimuna He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, ma min qawlin, إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رقيب عَتِيدٌ Every statement, the slave of Allah makes in this world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is near understanding and knowing exactly what he said. He says, أَلْيَوْمَ نَخْتِمُ عَلَىٰ أفواههم. On that day, Allah jallahu a'ala will zip and close his mouth. وَتُكَلِّمُنَا أَيْدِيهِمْ وَتَشْهَدُ أَرْجُلُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ And the hands and, this, and the feet of the slave of Allah will speak to Allah Jalla about everything it did. حَتَّى إِذَا مَا جَاءُوهَا شَهْدَ عَلَيْهِمْ أَبَصَارُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ On that day, a person's eyes, a person's skin, a person's body, a person's ears will begin speaking to Allah Jalla about every single action it did our brothers and sisters in Islam. The scholars of Islam, they explain these ayat and they explain this ahadith by telling us that we, ourselves, we have either friends or enemies that are connected to us in our body in itself. Forget about your friends and enemies of this world. Forget about your friends and your enemies that aid or try to support or they try to fight against you. From the creation of this world, from mankind or jinn, or anything else that Allah Jalla wa'ala has created. But every slave of Allah Jalla wa'ala has either friends or enemies in his very body. Friends or enemies that will try to support and aid him towards getting Allah's mercy that are connected to his body, in his arms, in his hands, in his legs, in his feet, in his eyes, in his nose, in his ears, in his tongue. For these limbs will act as a mercy towards you if you grant it the ability to do so, and this can only be done in the stem of Allah. Jalla wa uses them, uses them to acquire the mercy of Allah Jalla However, however, as these ahadith mention, as these ayat of Quran states explicitly, they will fight against you. They will fight against us on Yom Al-Qiyamah, mentioning every tale, mentioning every story, not leaving a moment away, except that they will explain to Allah Jalla every act that occurred with it. Today, inshaAllah Ta'ala, I would just like to mention three organs, just the three organs, from the many organs that Allah Jalla has granted us with. Three organs that will act as a spy against us. And speak to Allah against us. Or speak to Allah on behalf of us. Beseeching for Him for His mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala. Three organs that can glorify and praise Allah. Three organs that have with it. An act of worship that they can do. But at the same time, they have acts of disobedience. Where they can earn the wrath of Allah Jalla wa Ala. Organs in the sense of the eyes. The ears. And the tongue. The eyes, the ears, and the tongue. The Prophet said, from the perfection of a person's Islam, from the perfection of a person's Islam, is that he uses his tongue, and he doesn't speak about things that does not concern him. From the perfection of a person's Islam, is that he doesn't speak about somebody that does not concern him. He said wasallam" in a hadith reported in Tirmidhi, and Anas ibn Malik رضي الله تعالى عم That one day, a companion of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم Passed away amongst the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم And his companions So the companions of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم Knowing about this man and knowing about how he used to worship Allah They used to say to him أبشر في الجنة أبشر في الجنة لاتاري من الدبن دبن برس and they were telling the Sovereign Members, glad tidings what an honorable body had been given for us. فَقَالَ The Prophet said, don't say this. Do you not know that this was a person that spoke about other people? He spoke about other people. In the Rajab al-Hambali, I have heard in the al-Hambali, he mentions, رَحِمَهُ Allāhu ta'ala, the دَخَلَ الرِّجَالِ that some of the people they entered upon some of the Sahaba and one of them they found him very very sick and very ill as if though he was about to pass away so visitors came from far and beyond to greet this man to see him as he was about to pass away but they saw on his face that his face was glowing it was illuminating with lights and he seemed extremely happy he was joyous in this occasion of death in this occasion of death so they said to him why is your face shining why is your face glowing and why do you seem so joyous on this occasion he says because i never used to speak about anyone that doesn't concern me and i used to always go to sleep and my heart was my heart was always happy and content with the believers of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hence the prophet said Whoever protects his tongue, Allah Jalla will cover all of his sins. Whoever protects his tongue, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cover all of his sins. And that's the tongue, O brothers, all sisters in Islam. If you use it in a manner to please Allah, if you use it to remember Allah Jalla and to recite the book of Allah, Jalla and you use it to remain silent. And quiet when it doesn't concern yourself or your family members that it will act as a weapon for you and not as a weapon against you it will act as a weapon for you and not as a weapon against you some of the salaf used to say teach your children explain to them make sure they understand how to remain silent just like how they were taught to speak Make sure they are taught when to remain silent and how to remain silent and when not to answer back. Just like how you teach them to speak. For the tongue, or brothers, or sisters in Islam, will act as a weapon for you or against you on yomla qiyamah. Regarding the eyes, regarding the eyes, Allah says, And he says, سبحانه وتعالى, he says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, tell the believing men and tell the believing women to lower their gazes and to protect their private parts. To lower their gazes and to protect their private parts. Some of the Sahaba they used to say, and some of them narrated upon the Prophet Sallallahu they used to say that the look, the gaze, is a weapon. A poisonous weapon from the weapon of shaitan. A poisonous weapon from the weapon of shaitan. Whoever is able not to look, then let him not look. And then he will find the sweetness of his iman. He will find the sweetness of his iman. And what are the sahaba? What are the scholars of Islam? Or oh, before them, who is Allah Jalla speaking about? We all know that the eyes in itself that a person sees fawahish, he sees evilness, he sees sins, he sees harm, he sees things that could potentially destroy his heart and his akhirah and his soul in the sense of the opposite gender, in the sense of other types of haram, in the sense of people taking drugs or intoxicants, any type of sin that the person sees, the moment he sees it, he can now visualize and imagine the sin. And this is where all types of gazes upon something haram, is prohibited by Allah jalla but from amongst them, the greatest of them is the opposite gender, and this is why our brothers or sisters in Islam, the advice of our teachers, the advice of our scholars, the advice of the Salaf Salih, is to protect your gazes and the gazes of your children from ever looking or falling upon something haram, whatever it may be, save them from going down the streets, Where the acts of haram are open Save them from looking towards movies Where people sin As if though it's halal Save them from looking At the faces and the aura Of themselves Or rather their their family members Or the opposite gender Save them from seeing Sin But once a person sees sin The doors of sin Begin to open for him That were initially closed It's a weapon A poisonous weapon From the shaitan in a hadith reported by al darini And the care by Shaykh al-Bani rahimahullah ta'ala. He said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, There are three groups of people, their eyes will never see the fire. There are three groups of people, la They will never see the fire. Even though the fire would go close, even though the angels were be chained, holding the fire and bringing it across, even though you have to walk across the Sirat, which is a bridge on top of the fire. So the majority of the people will see the fire. Even those who will enter Jannah will see the fire. But he says sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there are three groups of people, their eyes will never see the fire. The sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, who are these three people? Who are these three groups of people? He says sallallahu wasallam, the first, is the one, the eye, that safeguards the Muslim in jihad fi sabilillah? Is the eye that safeguards the Muslim in jihad fi sabilillah? The second, wa'ayn Bakat min and the eye that sheds tears whilst fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the third, he said, mm. and the eyes that does not gaze upon the things that are haram. The eyes that do not gaze upon the things that are haram, our brothers or sisters in Islam. Just like we said in the very beginning of the khutbah, the limb that Allah Jalla has blessed you with, has blessed us with, has honored us all with, they can act as a weapon for you or against you in your al qiyamah. Your eyes and your tongues can act as a weapon against you in your al qiyamah, but they can also act as a weapon for you. Your tongue can be a means for your sins to be forgiven, for your sins to be covered in front of the whole of mankind, in this dunya and in the akhirah, if you choose not to speak about other people, and you withhold and control your tongue, and your eyes, if you choose not to look upon the thing that are haram, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, will not allow you to see the fire on your murtiyaam. You're not allowed to see the fire, not allowed for you to see the fire on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And some of the scholars, they even explain this hadith. Because they see the Prophet wasallam said, la tara." تَرَى أَعْمِنَهُمُ specify the fire of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Just like how when a person is placed in his grave, and he will see the window of the fire and the window of Jannah as a source of protection, as a source of looking after him, as a source of raising his rank. He wouldn't even see the place that he was meant to go to in the fire, in the grief. Every source of fear, every matter of the fire that could fight the name of Allah, he will be protected in every single regard. Just because he controlled his eyes and he chose not to look at something that was haram. We we'll continue with the final limb In the second part of the khutbah, أَقُولَ وإذا استغفر فاستغفروا ان الله غفور رحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين وبعد الله سبحانه وتعالى says Alyoma Nahti Mu Ada afwahihim, Watu Kallimuna Aidihim, Watishadu Aru Juduhum, Mima Kamu Yaksibun. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, on that day of Yumluqiyama, the greatest witness against all of ourselves is going to be us. He says, Aliyoma Nachti mu ada afwahihim. We are going to zip and tie his mouth so the person cannot speak. But the arms and the arms will speak to Allah and the feet and the limbs of Allah, the limbs of the creation will speak to Allah about everything that took place upon this earth, about every haram that took place. We said today, inshaAllah ta'ala, we'll speak about the tongue, we'll speak about the eyes, and we'll speak about the ears. Three limbs from the limbs that Allah Jalla wa'ala has given us. Three sources of mercy that Allah Jalla wa'ala has given us. And there are many other limbs that Allah Jalla wa'ala has bestowed us with. All of them have this portion of sin. And all of them has this portion of ibadah. And as for the ears, Allah says, He says, and there are some people that listen to al-Hadith. They listen to al-Hadith. And he says the Sahaba Like Ibn Mas'ud, like Ibn Abbas taala And like many other Sahaba and the scholars of the Salaf They say al-Hadith is none other than listening to music. Then listening to music, listening to the tools of the shaitan, listening to the weapons of the shaitan, listening to the utensils of the shaitan. And they say, Allahumma al-Hadith, Allah refers to here. Another type of sin, another type of using the ears to displeasure, to displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is listening to music, is listening to people tell tales about other people. If you happen to be sitting in a gathering and you hear your companions or your friends speak about other people, speak about your other friends, or your family members, or people of the town, or just general gossip about other individuals. (laughs) These are people that that have fallen into sin. Even though you haven't, even though you may have not shared a tale or shared a story about another individual, just you sitting and not striking the others as being worthy or not forbidding this act of evil, you have polluted your ears with sin. You have wrapped your ears with the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet ﷺ Said in a hadith reported by Al Bukhari, whoever listens to the tales of other people, tales that they know that these individuals will dislike, their ears will be fed hot boiling water and hot boiling steel on Yom Al qiyamah Hadith reported in Al Bukhari, with the highest level. Of authenticity or brothers or sisters in islam no brothers or sisters in islam allah Jalla has blessed us all by giving us the ability the opportunity the free will to worship him subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's explained to us what he likes and made us understand what he subhanahu wa ta'ala he wants from us in this dunya he's given us sanity he's given us the choice he's given us knowledge He's given us the ability to do halal and know at the same time what displeases Allah. Jalla wa'ala. Know, oh brothers or sisters in Islam. It could be us that the hadith of the Prophet in the very beginning of this khutbah, where he laughed and he spoke about the individual that will speak to Allah, saying, Oh Allah, do not be oppressive towards me on this day. And he asked Allah for witnesses from his side. From his side. This person he was describing Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam This person that he laughed towards This person that the sahaba heard This person that we have narrated In this khutbah today This person could be us This person and his tale And his story mentioned by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Could be a direct reflection A direct story About me or you But it may not at the same time and the person that will request, the person that will determine whether or not it is us or not, is indeed us ourselves. For if we stop using the limbs that Allah Jalla has given us, and we beseech Allah Jalla for His mercy, and we ask Him to forgive us, and then we use these limbs of Allah, that limbs that Allah Jalla has given us, to please Him subhanahu wa ta'ala, and to come closer to Him, Jalla Wala, and to ask Him for His mercy then these limbs will act as a weapon for us and not against us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Razat, the one who has given us all types of provisions, as Sami, and Al-Basir and Al-Alim, the one who sees and the one who hears and the one who knows absolutely everything, to allow us to use our limbs to please Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to use our limbs to attain and acquire His mercy. We ask Him, Subhanahu wa Taala, to allow our limbs to be a weapon for us and not against us. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ala Muhammadin kama salli ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim. Inna ka habib majid Allahumma baade ala Muhammad wa ala ala Muhammadin kama baarabta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim. Inna ka habib majid Allahumma a'iz al-Islam wa al-Muslimin. Allahumma dzill al-Shirk wa al-Mushrikin. Allahumma inna ka a'fuul tuhbu al-a'fu wa اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا and وفي الآخرة and وقنا you, النار. اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم على نبينا محمد اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه for أقوم